Welcome to the fall 2020 premiere of This Week in Marymount Warrior Sports here on ESP Media Powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer. We're glad to be joined once again by Marymount at 80, Tom Neural. Tom, first of all, good to talk to you again, and uh, especially considering that we actually have some sports to talk about. It is. I think it's been five months since we last spoke, and uh, we're dealing with the shutdown. But yeah, we have things to talk about. We have teams that are playing. We have a new school that's opening, and um, a lot of stuff. Yeah, needless to say, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. We got a we got a busy and packed show here today. But uh, well, let's, let's get in. Let's get right into it. Uh, there's been a lot of things going on with Marymont. Uh, construction abound all over the place. So uh, you said you were in the new building, so that, that's good to see. And, uh, you know, everything that's been going on with this pandemic and we're not in full quarantine anymore, we're allowed to have a fall sports season. So let's start right there. Uh, Got to take us through the logistics and how challenging it has been to even try and get a fall season in place. You know, it's been crazy since June. Once we got the, the order that we were allowed to go ahead and start with our athletes and the non-contact and keeping the distance. And so it required a lot of changes in our, in our weight room and uh, our outside workouts, you know, trying to keep social distancing, trying to keep the kids away from each other, having them work out in masks early on as the, as the rulings came down and different decrees came out for athletes. And so, um, you know, once we got through the first couple of weeks, I think right after the week after July 4th, you know, we could do some different things. We could scrimmage uh, intra-squad with intra-squad games and get our kids a little bit closer to each other, get a little bit more work done in the weight room. And then when all these rolled around, we were good to go with, uh, with, with tennis. And, um, and again, them going golf uh, out and going because they can pretty much social distance themselves. Um, but as, as you all know, we were waiting for the governor's orders for the contact sports. Um, volleyball, practicing but you can't start the season until last weekend and then with the order coming next the, the, the permission to start last Tuesday and then the order coming out Wednesday of everything that we had to do for our facilities for protocols that we had to do for ticketing everything else it was really a very busy 48 hours and uh, just not at Marymount but every high school across the state just trying to get there there are operations that are running, trying to get their uh, seating capacities down, just trying to get tickets to be figuring out how all this was going to work. We're still trying to figure out how it will work. And at the end of the day, we have to limit our seating for, for soccer and football and volleyball. Uh, there are some happy with having limited seating or not being able to go to an away game. Um, because in our case, our facility is just too small. They have 30 people, so we can't have fans at a at a volleyball game from from the other team. It's very frustrating, but as we tell our people here, at the end of the day, our athletes get to compete. They get to do what they love. And, yeah. uh, you know, if, there, if there's a difficulty with that, we'll talk to the spring parents and ask them if they would take that deal because uh, they lost everything. So kids are glad to be back with Jeff and the Marcus for um, just seeing them all get back together they've been a different um i lost our contact here there it is he's back
Are we there? I got yes. you. Yes. Okay. I think we. I don't hear you now. I'm here. Um, oh, there we go. But I'm just getting your. I'm just getting your. So. I think his bandwidth went down and he went the auto audio only. So I would just keep going. Okay. Well, let's, let's keep, let's keep going. And uh, let's get ready and start talking about some of your sports here. Uh, cross country. Like going outside. Some on the okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good there. So uh, let's talk about some of your uh, individual sports here, and uh, let's get into it with uh, cross country. They're about to, about to get underway. They've got the Molar Twilight uh, coming up here, and that's always a cool event up in Mason. They get to run under the lights and all of that. Uh, we kind of look at – a lot of people tend to look at cross country as more of an individualized sport than a team sport because oftentimes you're going to see runners getting spread out and everything, and they're not always in close proximity. So – have have they been able to train something close to what they would normally be like in the off season compared to some other sports? Yeah, they they really have. They've been off and running and uh, started on August first. You know, once we were allowed to go, and they were originally under one of the original orders that they were not allowed to uh, have competitions, and they were considered a contact sport early yeah. on. And a lot of people say, well, you know, why are they at contact sports? So, would you ever see the starting line? You know, they're, <laughs> you know, they're all out there and they're bunched together and they're throwing elbows and running. Um, but they're up and running. Yeah, they, they have been able to train. And so uh, we've been telling them to social distance as much as they can. And they run in packs. And so we have packs of about eight kids. And they've been keeping their distance apart. Coach runs with them some days. But just staying apart, we have very large numbers. We have 60 athletes between the two teams. And they are uh, you know, third, about, about 35 the boys, 25 the girls. And they're very talented. They're very fast. Both, both squads, both varsity squads, we're expecting a lot of good things out of them. Uh, some of, the, some of the training times we're recording have been phenomenal. Uh, Coach Dragovich is very excited about what's coming up with the program and with the runners, a very large junior class. And so this will be a, a good test for us. It's a big school meet. Uh, we're one of the small schools in there. And so to see what we can do, uh, it's going to be exciting. So really excited. And that's a Friday night run too. So really excited to get that going on Friday night. Well, one of your sports that's already underway here. Let's talk about boys golf. You know, going back to last year, they, they win the league title for the first time. And now they're coming out of the gates firing to start this season. You know, a really good start thus far. Uh, how much did you feel like they put into the offseason program so that they would come out strong? And did you also get the sense that maybe they put a, they tr they're trying to come out strong to prove that last year's title was not a fluke? Well, you know, they've, they've got almost everyone back. They lost Jack Neville, who's going to be competing uh, when the college sports begin again at, at Ohio University. But you know, they got Tom Buecher back. They got Andrew Getchy back. They got Will Glassmeyer back. They got Drew Seichter coming up. Uh, that's a freshman that's firing well. They've got uh, Tommy Salter coming back. Uh, that's got some varsity matches in. And Luke Brenman coming up on, on the varsity. So they've got a lot back. They've got three of their starters back. They're all playing well. And uh, we've had different medals all along. So we haven't won, a turn we haven't won an invitational yet. Um, but they have won uh, their matches, and so that, that's good to see. Second place in the CHL preview uh, to Indian Hill. They went to the fifth uh, player's card and to the fifth hole. 
mm -hmm. uh, to determine the winner in that one. So just uh, a very close match there. It's going to be fun competing with Indian Hills. We go down the line here, just getting everything, getting everything in. But they are very good, very talented, and, and they're ready to go back and defend their title. Yeah, they certainly seem like it. They're off to a good start here. Let's let's move on to your volleyball team, starting off the season with a nice sweep on the road over the weekend over Bethel Tate. They've got a very busy week this coming week, and we'll talk about that here uh, momentarily. Obviously, everybody knows Wyoming has been the benchmark of the CHL for a long time now. Uh, g given where we are, is your team even thinking about things like that, or are they still – working their way back and really just still trying to take things literally one day at a time. No, they're back. They've, they've been, uh, they've had since the uh, 4th of July weekend, they've been back. They've been practicing, uh, having their workouts five days a week. And then once August one rolled around, they'd start their season full go. Uh, they're a very young squad. So we have, uh, uh, three seniors on the squad. And so trying to rebuild from that, we've lost a number of a number of seniors last year, but good leadership back. Yeah. We've got some young players that are going to come up and play for us. We have two freshmen uh, and I think two sophomores starting on varsity. So um, just a lot of opportunity for them to play, but it's also a, uh, a, really a really good chance for this team to grow. And Coach is really excited about the potential of this team, the potential of the program. Uh, one thing we did not have two years ago was a feeder program, and now the Marymount Rec Association has started a, a youth program. And so we're seeing those those dividends pay off already when the seventh graders come in and they know how to play the game. And that's just going to get better in the next two and three years. Uh, but our numbers are up. We've got uh, 26 girls in the program. And so, you know, when you when you play against a Wyoming that, that wins the league and is very successful like that, you just try to – uh, get to a point where maybe you can take a game, you know, in the match. And, uh, but you never know, you know, that's why you play the games. You catch mm -hmm. a team on the right night and you, uh, and you can pull off an upset. And so that's why you go out and play the games. And I think every athlete in the back of their mind has, has it in their mind that they can go out and pull that offset, that, that, that upset off. So, uh, but as you said, it's a very busy week. Um, good wins over Bethel Tate, a sweep over Bethel Tate on, uh, on the varsity level. They're going to go out to Claremont Northeastern on Wednesday. Claremont Northeastern is a very good program. Uh, we, we got the win there. We got the win last year against them. So that's going to be a good measuring stick for us. And then we open the league with Taylor on Thursday and then Norwood, we, we have the match, uh, there on Saturday governors and his orders, the department of health and their orders have done away with tri matches. And so we usually open up our first couple of weekends with tri matches. Those are now duels. Um, so yeah, it is a busy week. We'll pick up a couple more matches and really hoping that they can come out with, uh, with two or three wins this week. Well, there you go, and uh, hopefully that is the case, and we can brag about it next week here on the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your tennis team's also off to a really nice start uh, early in the campaign as well. Uh, who are a couple of players that maybe have stood out to you in the early going? Uh, Kate Taylor is, is, is one of our leaders. Uh, we, get, we, have, we have Solar um, that's, that's been playing well. Doug's, his whole lineup, he's got, got eight girls. I mean, he had two openings on the team, uh, on a 10-person team when he came back. He had two openings for people to fill. The underclassmen have come up and, and stepped up. They are just playing phenomenal. They are very strong. Um, we had uh, we had soccer here on, on on Friday night in the stadium, and uh, and one of the parents came by and they said, "Well, who who'd your coach have playing tennis down at the courts on uh, tonight?" Because I came by there because there was a crowd and that was St. Ursula, and they got the win. And they they lost a close match to uh, Seven Hills last week. 
Mm-hmm. And as coach said, you know, that's the difference now is that, you know, we can go into a match with, with the seven Hills and, and expect to win or uh, expect to compete where before it was just you know, trying to scrape out a, a match or two. So yeah. uh, he's really excited, but his lineup every day that he rolls out is just so, so strong. They are, they are such uh, they're, they're so improved over three, four years ago and he's got 40 girls in the program. And so wow. When you have that many, they're going to, you know, fight and claw and, uh, and work that hard to improve the program. Things are going to get better. He does such a good job with that program. So they won their uh, match in the state team tournament against Chaminade Julienne. That was an outstanding win for them. And, and they'll have their next one coming up, I think, this week. Uh, I'm not sure who they have. It might be Alter. And, uh, but, yeah, just so, so, so good and, uh, and so strong, so fun to watch. Uh, speak, uh, same kind of deal. You t- you touched on it and alluded to it. Your uh, soccer teams get off to the the strong start uh, over Seven Hills. Uh, both the boys and the girls win comfortably. That one, the boys win five two. The girls win two nil. Uh, you've got uh, obviously a league title is possible is right there within reach. Both teams finished in third last year. I want to talk about two players, one from each side that are back from a year ago that have, have made headlines really throughout their entire time. For the boys, Luke Brothers, and for the girls, Maddie Murphy, uh, they've pumped in a lot of goals during their careers at Marymount. But now that they're upperclassmen, how have they embraced the role of being a leader and not just being relied upon to put the ball in the net? Well, I, I think what you see with them, and there's, you know, along with them, with, with Brothers and Murphy, you also have Kroll on the boys' side. You also have Maya, who's uh, Cordula, who's an All-American there. I mean, you, you, have these, you have these athletes that are very talented, that are very – but they're not selfish. I mean, they'll, they'll spread the ball around. They make everyone else better. They can get other people open uh, when they have the ball. And so yeah. because of that, the scoring opens up. We gave up a couple goals on, um, you know, when the defense got a little bit soft. I heard Coach talk, and he thought defense got a little bit soft on, on, on a couple of goals during the game. But, I mean, they just raise the game of everyone else, and they have the attention uh, of other people going out. They are, yeah, they're very strong. And as Coach Vonix told me after the game, that was the first win for the boys over Seven Hills since 2008 when we uh, beat them in the tournament. And I said, no way. He goes, well, there's some ties in there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, the first win since 2008. So, a uh, very good win, very convincing win um, over the boys. And the girls just uh, a ton of shots on goal, got two of them to go in. Uh, kind of the same, same situation last year, had a lot of shots on goal. Didn't get any to go in, and we lost to Seven Hills. So, to get off with a couple wins uh, on Friday was good. And then yeah. uh, you know, this week going in, the the boys are home tomorrow night with CHCA. The girls are at Ross, and then boys go to Ross on uh, on Thursday. And then next weekend, uh, they're both at Country Day. So, uh, it's a very tough week, you know, playing some some bigger schools, some physical schools, and uh, you know, Country Day that went to the to the state last year. So, uh, a very tough week for the schedule. And so, we're going to see what we have. Uh, last year, it took about uh, six games for us to gel. So hopefully we gel quicker this year, but they're fun to watch. And and with all these restrictions we have on seating and everything else, a good crowd to start yeah. the season. Parents are able to get in and watch the kids. Um, so hopefully we have a good fall with both those sports. Well, hopefully it doesn't take your football team six games to kind of find itself, considering that's all you have as far as the regular season goes. And, oh, by the way, you have a brand-new head coach as well. So you've got a lot of things going on. But it also feels like looking at the CHL that maybe the league's a little more up for grabs. Oh, Evan Prater has finally graduated from Wyoming, and I'm sure nobody in the league except Wyoming is sad to see that happen now that he's finally moved on to to Cincinnati here. So uh, in – in knowing that and seeing what you have back from a very talented team a year ago, but you have a new uh, coach, do they get the sense 
as well that this league is here. We can go take it this year. You know, it's all been it's it's just all so different. You know, and Wyoming, you mentioned Wyoming, they always seem to reload. Um, a lot of athletes over there, everything else, and he'll always seem to reload. And and so and we've lost them. We've lost some big linemen from last year. We've lost. Uh, yeah, a few other athletes along the way, or quarterbacks, and, and some different athletes along the way. Um, but as we as we go through things, you know, and you mentioned a new coach, and, and Coach Leon is doing a great job with our athletes. But you come into this season, and so uh, he gets hired. His uh, his first meeting is during the pandemic, so he can't meet with his players. You know, he can't start the weight room because we're in the pandemic. Uh, you start your first workouts first week of, of June. You've been working on Zoom meetings the whole time. Mm-hmm. Your, your weight room is moved out of the high school and is in the cafeteria of the junior high school. You don't have a locker room until what is today, the 24th of August. Mm-hmm. And so kids are wearing their equipment there. You're practicing at the junior high. You're practicing at the high school. You're kind of nomads, you know, trying to get films into everything else. And as we talk about how frustrating it is, not – frustrating bad but it's just frustrating because you just can't get settled to get home as I keep telling them just think how easy next year is going to be <laughs> your, your second year is going to be so is so good but the uh the, the kids have responded the kids have worked hard uh they've done what we've asked for them since June 6th and and uh, you know we haven't had any spread like our other sports and they've worked hard and they brought the weights out of the weight room and worked in the parking lot down there and, and they've done a good job and so now yeah, we had a scrimmage against New Richmond the other night. They looked they looked pretty good against New Richmond, so we're ready to start. And it's a six game season. It's all league games, so you get a little bit more uh, adrenaline fl- uh, flowing for those. And so yeah, you know we got Seth Green back. He's going to be one of the um, he's going to be one of the big running backs in the city this year. We've got uh, Andrew Glassmeyer. He's he's back at our quarterback. Uh, Jack Borgetting's coming back from his. Uh, from his knee injury last year, we got Jeb Lindell, another senior. Um, just we got some good senior leadership. We've got some good underclassmen leadership on this team, and a, and a whole new coaching staff. So they're excited to finally be put on the game uniforms this week and to get out. We open up with a home game uh, against Taylor this week with restricted seating, and uh, it's, it's just good. It's just good to have it back uh, you know, on campus and have the kids together. So you know, hopefully we can make this go for six weeks. It will be exciting. Everyone gets to go to the playoffs, so you know, hopefully when week uh, seven rolls around, we're hosting a game for there. And the other part is that's fun as well is if you get knocked out of the playoffs, you, know, you can pick up a game in week eight or week nine, depending when you get knocked out. And you know, Madera is a big rivalry game for us, and we've, I've already spoken with Joe Kimling, their athletic director, and saying, hey, if we get knocked out early and you get knocked out early, we want to make sure we get that game in. He goes, oh, yeah, definitely. So. There you go. You know, a chance for them to play uh, seven games, maybe eight, maybe nine, and, and still have a great season. So uh, looking forward to that as well. Um, like, like you said, you know, right on that edge could be, could be very good. It could be a very fun fall, and, and we're hoping the best for our kids. And hoping for the best for the kids in all the sports. Number one, that everybody stays safe and healthy, but then also very successful as well as uh, – Winding down here, Tom, great catching up with you once again. Uh, congratulations on the new building. Congratulations on putting a season together. And uh, we'll be talking again uh, next week and uh, hopefully more good results with Marymont. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. We'll, we'll talk next week and uh, hopefully we got a good report for you. There you go. That is Tom Neural, Athletic Director at Marymont High School, talking all things Warrior Sports here on, this week in Marymont Warrior Sports here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.